On this episode of Rock Down South, we sit down with Sonia Lee, an Atlanta, Georgia native and an incredible artist. We hope you all enjoy. Let's go. What's up, y'all? This is Sonia Lee, and you're listening to Rock Down South. Welcome to another exciting episode of Rock Down South, your home for rock and country music. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Sonia Lee. And Sonia is a pretty incredible artist, originally from Georgia, and she's had a lot of success in the past doing country music. She actually wrote the song Sweet Annie for Zach Brown and was one of the first artists on his Southern Ground record label back in the day. She's since experimented with her sound a little bit and is currently putting out music that sounds a little bit more in line with alternative rock, in my opinion. She has a brand new single out called Thin Ice, and we talk all about that new song as well as her background. So without further ado, here's the show. Sonia, what's up? How are you doing today? Hey, 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 how are you? I'm doing great. Happy to be talking to you today. You too, Mark. I'm really excited. I've, I've listened to a couple of your podcasts already, and um, so I'm really excited to be a part of your show. I'm flattered. You know, I'm flattered. <laughs> I'm usually the person that does the listening, and I listen to some of your songs, and I really like them, and I like you even more since you're from Atlanta and everything. Oh, yeah, man. I'm I'm ATL, man. I, I moved to Nashville about 10 years ago from Atlanta. Atlanta's my home, and I, I go back there a lot to play and, and hang out. Yeah, yeah. So you, now you're – are you permanently in Nashville now? Yes, I've been here 10 years um, as of October 31st. Okay, okay. That's awesome. Yeah, everybody leaves. Everybody has to go to Music City to make it happen, and I understand yeah, I mean, you know, but, you know, Atlanta has grown so much since I left, you know, every time I go back, I'm like, man, I miss this play so much. It's just, it's so cool. I just went and saw a show at the Eastern uh, recently, and that's a new venue over there that was like, so cool. Yeah, I've yet to go to that venue. My friends have gone and said it's really nice. Yeah, it was good. I saw Maggie Miles play. It was incredible. It was a great show. Well, that's awesome. It's so cool that you make the trip back here and, um, you know, talking about moving to Nashville and getting into a little bit of your background. Uh, let's get a little bit of background on you. Um, I know you've been writing and recording music for a little while now. Tell me about that background of how you got into music in the first place. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I grew up around music. My, uh, my family, um, played, my father played guitar, plays guitar and writes and, um, Growing up, watching him, I always was trying to bang around on his guitar, and he finally started teaching me chords uh, around the age of 10, and I would just run home from school and play, and he told me if I showed him that I really wanted it and I practiced that he would get me a guitar, and he he did, he did, but I was already writing songs as soon as I could change chords, but... Like my whole family, was, you know, and my grandfather played fiddle and mandolin and guitar and my uncle plays drums. I was raised in the Pentecostal church. So there was a lot of music around me growing up on my father's side in church, you know, so it was just kind of always there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pentecostal church doing music yeah. over there. Oh, yeah. Is any, of, <laughs> is any of that feeling bled over into your music in terms of sound? Um. I, I probably, I mean, I think that what's 
what's powerful about music in church was just I always felt very moved and when the music service started and so I I do pay credit to that for inspiring me to listen to music that moves my soul and spirit and I always want to create that when I'm making music that it it definitely resonates with you you know oh interesting so when it comes to taking it up and saying, I want to do this full time and pursue this, what was that step looking like? Where were you at that point in your life? Um, you know, my father took me to see a Loretta Lynn concert when I was five. And I told him, you know, that day that I wanted, that was what I wanted to do. And it's, I never wanted to do anything else. There's been things that I've wanted to try my hand out, you know, at, and, um, but music has always been the goal, like my whole entire life. Oh, nice. And was it 1998 that you put out your first album? Oh, you're going way on back. <laughs> Shoot, I don't even remember the exact date. I know that I was 17 when I started recording my first record, Remember Me. And um, I, I pay tribute to my buddy Steve Stevens and uh, G. Pook. They had a studio called Zono Light uh, Records out there in Atlanta and um they really took me under their wing. I had my Steve was my first manager. Jeep, you know, helped me record my first record and I recorded with him and Steve and they really kind of got me started in the Atlanta scene. So I owe a lot of tribute to that part of my life. Um, but I think we released the record when I was 18. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But I don't think you can get it anywhere. <laughs> I, Maybe I on eBay. Maybe on eBay for some people have some things out there for godly amounts of money. I'm like, well, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> and so then you did some other cool stuff. I know you released some more albums and then I know you're eventually on uh, solid ground uh, by Zach Brown, his, his company and uh, did a song with him. Tell me about that experience. Uh, yeah. You know, I started, you know, moved to Atlanta around shoot probably about 1998 or something or what somewhere around the time when I was recording my first re record. So I guess around that time. And um, I guess I started really started to build a, a fan base and things. And I was playing some clubs and, and Buckhead um, and around the areas. And I kind of bumped into the Zach Brown crews. John Hopkins had a studio in the place where my band would rehearse and we became friends. And I, I ended up in a band with uh, his wife at the time, Jen Lowe. And we had a band called Butterfly Stitch and we started opening for Zach. And, but I was still doing my solo stuff as well. And then I started opening for Zach on my own uh, as, you know, just under Sonia Lee and his, his fan base was growing. My fan base was growing. And then he put out chicken fried and it went number one and, <laughs> And uh, he he said, "Hey, look, I'm about to sign a. I'm about to start a record label called Southern Ground, and I want you to be the first artist that I sign." And I was, and it was a it was definitely changed my life, and it was a wonderful ride. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, he had was a Blackberry Smoke came out of there, didn't they? Oh yeah, man, I did a lot of touring with Blackberry Smoke and the Wood Brothers, and. You know, he, he he was really committed to keeping it Georgia-based acts, and he did a lot for that. And 
Yeah, we put out um, we put out a record to you know produced by Zach and the band, the Zach Brown band performed on it called nineteen seventy eight December. I wrote some stuff for Zach on his record. Sweet Annie, right? Sweet Annie and Goodbye in Her Eyes. Yeah, I was I was so happy. That's a great song. Thank you. Yeah, those two. I'm really really proud that I was able to be a part of those um, songs. I'm very proud of them to this day. I'm very very lucky. You play that one live still? I do. I I I started playing. I for a while I wasn't playing them. I don't know. I guess I just thought, oh, they, well, these belong, you know, to Zach. He's the one who made them number one. So I was very reluctant to kind of. I didn't want to kind of ride on those coattails. I wanted to, yep. you know. But but people were saying, you know, you should you should play these live, you know. And so now I do, and I think people enjoy it. The different, you know, the different version of it. Yeah, well, it's very common, of course, now here in music in Nashville. You know, you might have four or five writers on something, and four or five writers are playing that song out and about. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, very true. A little, a little bit more um, accepted nowadays. So it's like, well, of course you got to play it. You know, you wrote it. So <laughs> right, yeah. I think I didn't understand that concept until I moved to Nashville because it's very common. I mean, they have songwriter rounds, and which is wonderful about Nashville, like you get you get to meet so many of the people who who made the music and they're actually the stars here the songwriters here are are very respected and have a platform to to play their music even though they're not in the limelight of the radio and touring and press and you know all the the hoo-ha you know but yeah so let's talk about the brand new single you just released thin ice i like it it's rocking Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about it. Um, it's it's more my rock and roll roots, which is, you know, some I've always, you know, tapped into without, you know, even trying. It's rock has been a really big part of, of my music and um, getting to record it and release, um, release it in that vein. Is, this is new to me. And so I appreciate that you said that you're loving it. Yeah, yeah, it's got a little bit of a Joan Jet feel to it. A little bit of a little bit of punk angst to it. I like it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when it comes to your sound, I know you previously were doing stuff that was a little bit more country. I listened to some of your other stuff in the last several years. It was a little bit more of the alternative sound. Um, how's your sound kind of evolved? Yeah, um, you know, I, I have been putting out things that are in different genres uh because you know like my my last record mad hatter i now that i think about it i was in rock as well and um i think i just kind of follow what the music wants to say rather than rather than trying to fit into a genre and i enjoy expressing those different sides of my creativity it's important to me it keeps me inspired and I feel like it keeps me honest as an artist, not trying to just make it fit into this one place. I have to do what the song is calling for and what my soul is trying to say. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Going where the song is taking you. Yeah, I mean, I have some hip hop projects too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, when are we gonna when are we gonna hear a release of those? Oh man, I have a side project called Tiger Tiger with my friend Daphne Willis, who's actually co-writer on Thin Ice as well. And um, we just released two singles 
uh, Fireaway and Broke Down System with a video for Fireaway. And we're releasing our EP on March 8th. So, um, and that's like hip hop rock. And then I've got another side project called the Indica Girls. And it's lo-fi 90s hip hop. We're talking like BC Boys meets <laughs> uh, Salt and Pepper. You know, we feature other artists on there. We have a single coming out called Make a Wish Bish uh, coming out on uh, 420. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I like how you're doing all this stuff with uh, different projects. Yeah. I have another project called Rob the Man that um, I'm releasing my first single off that on um, uh, St. Patrick's Day and it's called Bury Me Alive. And that is kind of like a project I've hand selected a lot of ninjas like from the music industry, um, uh, kind of like the gorillas. Interesting. Know. Yeah. Interesting. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got a lot going on. <laughs> All right. So you got the single out. Are you planning a new EP or new album along the way? I am. I'm I'm gonna be uh finishing I've already got a couple of songs ready to release after this. And then um yeah, I'm gonna be finishing up the record out in LA with Nico Bolas in April. I'm excited. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So is this going to be a full EP? Is this going to be an EP or a full album? Uh, I'm shooting for a full record this 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 time. I got a lot of music. Oh wow, full record! That's yeah. awesome. Yes, sir. With all this music and different styles that you're doing, you know, what do you traditionally like to listen to? And then, kind of, what are you listening to lately or hooked on lately? Oh, you know, I have my go tos. You know, Tupac is one of my go tos. Um, <laughs> Um, right now I'm like really loving Maggie Miles, like her record surrender. It's just incredible. And, um, I'm loving Rusty Kelly, Paul McDonald. He's, he's, he's from here in Nashville, but he's doing great. Leah Blevins. Um, I love Cree Harrison. Um, the killers I'm always, they're my go-tos. Um, uh, there's so many, it's, it's crazy. Um, I love country too. You know, I'm loving Morgan Wade. Uh, her stuff is, is really good. And I'm about to go see her play actually at the rhyme and I'm excited. Oh, and that's exciting. Mm -hmm. All right. So these next questions are what we close with and ask everyone. Okay. So first question, what would you tell your 21 year old self? You're not fat. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy your body while you're young. Like, be proud of it. Don't be so hard on yourself, you know. Be more confident. Great advice. Love yourself. Next question. What are you drinking lately? And if you don't drink alcohol, it can be anything refreshing you like to drink. Um, I I am I'm ashamed to say I love Gatorade, the Glacier Frost. <laughs> And then I, I have these Honest Kid juice boxes, the grape Honest Kid juice boxes, because they're low in sugar. Those, I try to stick to those when I want my little sugar drinks. Okay. Keeping it relatively healthy. Trying. <laughs> and as you know, this is Rock Down South. So what is something or maybe a couple things that come to mind that you love about the South? Uh, I love the landscape of the South, the trees. You know, um, the summertime, the rain, when it when it falls in in the spring, the smell of that, you know, the summer nights. I like that the weather changes, you know, L.A. is fun and stuff and it's beautiful all the time. But 
I kind of enjoy the seasons changing. Getting to see and feel the seasons changing is inspiring. We all feel it when it gets starts getting to be fall, you know. We get that kind of like uh, melancholy, you know, and it helps me write the seasons changing. So that's what I love about the South, that the seasons change. Hey, thank you so much, Sonia, for being a part of the show today. Where can people find and connect with you online? Uh, if you go to my website, sonialee.com, S-O-N-I-A-L-E-I-G-H.com, all of my socials are on there. And I'd love it if you signed up for my newsletter so you can keep in touch with, you know, when, my, when I'm coming to your town and touring. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. We hope you all enjoyed this episode. It was really nice chatting with Sonia. She has quite the history and is a really passionate musician. And, of course, we always love talking to artists from Georgia. It's so cool to have such great talent coming out of the state. Also, we can't wait to see Sonia play live, hopefully in Atlanta, but maybe in Nashville sometime soon. So make sure you go follow Sonia on all of her social media pages and check out her latest single called Thin Ice. You can find all our content at rockdownsouth.com. And make sure you go follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for the latest updates. Leave us a five-star review if you can. We would really appreciate it. And as always, the views and opinions expressed by our guests are theirs and don't necessarily reflect our own. I'm Mark, and you've been listening to Rock Down South. See y'all next time. Yeah.